Hello and welcome to the very first edition of Two Vets Talk Pets. I'm Dr. Robbie Ennett and I'm joined by my best mate in the world, Lewis Kirkham. How are you going, Lewis? Good, Robbie. How are you, mate? I'm great, thank you, mate. Um, we've been talking about doing this for a while and uh, here we are. We're uh, sitting outside a, uh, a public library looking out over a beautiful vista of uh, grass and blue skies and sunshine <laughs> because... We couldn't find a room inside the library to do this, so we're doing it out uh, in the in the great open world. So yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's a gorgeous day, mate. There's a bit of wind, a bit of wind about, but you know, it's uh, so they certainly won't be blowing the hair on my head. But uh, <laughs> it is a, a lovely day. Well, I just had my haircut. Oh, and it's a fine looking haircut there too, Robbie. You've got going on, mate. But look, you know, we're not really here to talk about each other's uh, follicular um, you know, abilities or not. Um, certainly, <laughs> certainly we're, we're, we're here to, um, you know, talk to you guys a little bit about your pets, um, and provide a bit of information from a, from a veterinary perspective. And have um, a bit of fun. Yeah. Have a bit of fun. Lighthearted look at the, uh, the stuff that we do. We've been doing it for a while and, uh, yeah, you know, have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep. Have a bit, have a bit of a crack at whatever, whatever's going on in our world, which I guess brings us to the start, mate. How's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been a good week. Uh, you know, we've had some, uh, Interesting things happening at work. We've uh, we've had a run of uh, animals eating stupid things, Lewis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Had a dog that uh, Saturday morning came in. You know, young. Always. Yeah, always the weekend. Always, always a Saturday morning. Yeah. 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 Um, and a young young golden retriever who hadn't eaten for uh, for like a day and a half. Yeah, so okay. you know, so okay. like foreign body until proven otherwise. Yes. So yes. We've, we've x-rayed this dog and his stomach is just full of something. So we went in there and we found uh, a tea towel. Oh, so you did surgery? Did surgery. Yeah, we we yeah. went, in, went in there and, uh, and opened him up um, and yeah, found a tea towel <laughs> and a pair of undies as well. Really? Yes. That's, that's quite a mix. You're sort of mixing the... The, the bathroom and the kitchen there, aren't you? Yeah, I, know. So I wonder where you find those. Oh, I suppose maybe the laundry. Maybe, maybe the laundry basket, yes. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's not not usual sort of pairing that you, you know. Maybe your socks and jocks, you'd think, but. You, you wouldn't have thought he's taken them from the cupboard from the same drawer in the cupboard, would you? You know, I mean, it's, you'd, you'd probably keep trying to keep those a little bit separate, but, you know. I think so. Well, the thing, probably the thing that's on everyone's minds, on my mind, is. Are we talking clean or dirty jocks here? You know? oh, what, to be, what do you think? To, to be honest, once they came out of the dog's tummy, they, they weren't looking all that. Uh, <laughs> They they weren't ready to get they weren't ready to go back into general circulation. Right, yeah, they, yeah. They, didn't, they weren't like they're in the packet still. So no, you know, no, not know. in the packet, not in the packet. But but uh, interestingly, when you say packet as well, so again, you know, this this run of dogs have eaten silly things. Um, we had a dog that ate a um ate a peach pip, right? Yeah. And so yeah. we're lucky enough that we could make that dog vomit and get the peach pip back up. Took yes. it three shots, but it got it up. Yes. The next day, we had a dog that ate, you know, the um, the little, uh, in your meat trays, the yes. little absorbent yes, pad? It's a common one. It, it, yes. Because it's just all nice and meaty, yes. Lewis, and it's yes. there and it's juicy. Um, and so the dog ate one of those, and so we managed to uh, wow. get it to bring that up too. So. Well, certainly, yeah. Well, I mean, I've had quite a few dogs that have eaten sort of things in the past, and uh, one that comes to mind is the, the silicon cupcakes that you you know that uh, like the patty pan sort of things we call them that you put your your, your cupcakes in to cook them in the oven. Yes, yeah. And the dog had eaten a whole sort of tray of those and. Oh, oh the, the entire tray of the yeah, cupcake yeah, cups. Yeah, yeah. No cupcakes. Yeah. yeah. Just the cups. Well, I don't know. The cupcakes have been digested. <laughs> I imagine, but, but, but the um. But the, the silicon cups, and, and I could feel them, you know. You could feel, I was like, what's that in that dog? And 
course, when we went in surgery wise, that, that's 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 what we found. Wow! So, it's, yeah. it's, so so you felt felt the oh so the, the so the silicon cups that you put in the oven, not the I thought you mean in the little patty pans. Yeah, they like in. the patty pans. It's it's I'm not not a big chef myself. Really? But yeah. From what they tell me and what I look like was they like the patty pans, but they're made of silicon, so they're like a yeah. rubber sort of right. maybe a reusable patty. Yeah, pan. Yeah, gotcha. I understand. Good for the environment. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly. And yeah. you know, just just I don't really remember that when I used to have my chocolate crackles, but I'm. <laughs> Some sort of new, new invention that's come along, I uh, think. Uh, yeah. Were you a, a chocolate crackle guy? Or do you remember when you were when we were kids and you'd always have your school fates? You'd either have people make the chocolate crackles, there'd be your, your honey joys, yeah. right, which is the, yeah. only, you know, the yeah. only reason why we ever had cornflakes in our um, cupboard was yeah. purpose for honey yeah. joys. But sometimes people's mums would make those little, what look like little hockey pucks of, like, hard toffee. Oh, the toffee, yeah. Yes. And it lasts for days. It lasts for days, yes. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't, certainly wasn't a big honey joy man. I mean, it sticks in your teeth. Sticks in your teeth. Yeah. You know? And you're always like, oh, I've got, got to get that out. So. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose you, you're. Uh, so it might be slightly better than your toffee that'll pull out your teeth. Yes. I suppose, yeah, yeah. Because the other one will stick in your teeth. So. Well, one of my nurses the other day made made chocolate crackles for us. Oh, it was fantastic. You yeah. work in an amazing uh, place. Afternoon tea. That's afternoon great. tea. Janie, she's come in. You go. Look, you've been working hard. Have a chocolate crackle. Wow. Yeah, fantastic. Wow, lovely. All right. Look, Dynamite. Look, we, we could rabbit it on all day about this sort of stuff. <laughs> rabbit, but perhaps let's um. Now, perhaps let's bring it back. The few Keep topics we wanted, wanted to discuss today, wasn't there? I mean, absolutely. We, um. You know, what do you look, got for me? What, what look, have we got? We're going to talk, have a bit of a chat about maybe socialisation of, of dogs is, is a, a really important aspect. I mean, um, why is it important? Well, why? it's important because a lot of obviously I've done a further degree in animal behaviour. Yeah, and a lot of the animals I see um, are because they haven't had that early socialisation. Yeah. Um, now, um, socialisation in dogs is about getting some really good experiences and mixing with other with lots of different people. Yeah. Lots of different dogs of all different ages um, before they're about three months of age. Why is it so important for them to well, hit it at that time? Yeah, if, if, they, if you have a dog that you don't socialise at all up until maybe three or four months of age, yeah. they actually come out in the real world and they see a person and they're, they're genuinely scared of that person. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't have the ability to, to adapt. Um, it's been um, that socialisation period's closed over. Um, when they're in the socialisation period, they can see that person and they just the brain is more adaptable to accept what they're seeing. Yeah. Um. And and they can grow up to be a you know sort of much well-rounded you know you know dog and, and more accepting of different things that they're seeing. Right on. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So I mean, in your clinic, do you have recommendations for for socialisation of puppies, how to get them out and about, or? Yeah, for sure. So we've got um, we've got a puppy class um, run by right. by one of our nurses. So yes. um, so we try and get them in as as early as we can. Yes. Um, and, and sometimes people are a little bit worried about uh, about the safety of that, about doing puppy classes with puppies if they haven't been fully vaccinated. Yes. And I was saying, look, A, it's at the clinic, so it's yeah. fine. So you know? just, yeah, we're talking about parvovirus. Parvovirus is one of the big ones, absolutely, yeah. 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 And while there's, there's there's other ones that we might cover at a, a later date, parvo is really the big one. That's the, the one that's still there, and if, it, and if you're – dog gets it, it is decimating. Yes. But, um, so so at, at the vet clinic, the, the risks are very, very low, but you're also amongst other puppies that are at the same vaccination status yes. and the same immunological yes. status. They're yes. the same age. They've always had their first puppy vax. Yep. And we usually try and get them in to do that puppy class at, a you know, preferably around that 10 to 12 week mark 
or less. You know, I mean, yeah. geez, I'm I'm happy for puppies to come in for puppy class as often as they want because yeah. you know I think it's uh, I think it's just so important and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, you got to get them in for you know early as you can. Like you know, puppies starting puppy class at eight weeks is is ideal, really. Yeah. And then you know having having three or four classes, you know, I mean that means by the time they're twelve weeks of age, yeah, one a week they've spent you know four days or four, four sessions yeah. with other similar age pups. But I think socialisation is also, and it does depend on the area you're in. I mean, we're Aussie vets. We're both from Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and certainly, you know, where I work in a city, um, the risk of parvovirus is really, really low. So yeah. I, you know, recommend people take their dog out, for, you know, for walks is fine, but just avoid the, uh, sorry, avoid, uh, you know, um, nature strips and dog poo. Don't, High risk areas. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. go to your dog park. Don't go to your off-lead, um, you know, beach, dog yeah. beach. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, areas that, you know, um, that, and, and then you can get them out and you know, if it's a cute puppy and you're walking down, you know, the middle of, of Melbourne, everyone's going to stop and say hello. And then yep. the dog's having hopefully some good interactions with people. Good interactions with people. They're hearing noises. They're seeing yep. things. They're experiencing all that stuff, but fairly safe. Um, yep. I'm uh, fairly similar. I'm in the, uh, sort of the, the Middle Eastern suburb, not the Middle East suburb, but the, you know, uh, yeah, 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 welcome Robbie coming in, yeah, I've just flown in from Damascus, no, no, out, um, out around, you know, Monash, Monash Council Way, so again, there's, so Lewis alluded to it before, the, the parvovirus, parvovirus, it's a, a nasty virus that's spread in feces, isn't it? Yeah, so it's yeah. um, fecal oral, we call it. Which fecal is a lovely oral. way to think about it. Yes, yeah. So, Often the way that people describe my conversations a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's uh, that, that's another story. Yeah, right, okay. I'm sure the listeners will get to hear that. Um, so, uh, so the big thing is you want to be trying to avoid those areas because there's areas where dogs of unknown vaccination status or places where there is a high risk of dogs carrying. The parvovirus, that is the spot where your puppy is going to be more at risk. So, as Lewis said, we are we are lucky where we practice that the the, the rates of parvovirus around there are quite low. But there are other places places where people probably don't vaccinate their dogs as much. Yeah. Where the risk is going to be high, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think you know, often the country areas. I mean, you know, before you do socialise your dog, make sure you talk to your vet. Talk to your vet you know, about what they recommend for that area. I mean, Risks, you know, yep. we're going worldwide here, so. You know, there could be, you know, obviously a vet in, in, in America is going to say something different to your vet in the UK, yep. to your Aussie vet. So yep. Yep. really important to, um, to to find out what's locally going to affect your animals. Because there is there are vaccines there to try and help to protect your dog against parvovirus. So um, talk to your vets. There are different options. So yeah, some of them being early release ones. So talk to your vets, see what they have available, see what their advice is, and also what your pet's risks are as well. Because uh, the worst thing you want to have happen is, uh, is your dog to get sick. But that's yes. that's parvovirus, and that's the other yeah the topic again. You know, for a you know we can cover it in more depth later on. But as far as socialisation, Lewis, you know, you were saying about um, you know the the window closing. Yes. You know? so, yes. So the window closing, it's sort of that three. Three months. Three weeks to three months, yes. Window closed, done, or can uh, you still uh, – because uh, I always hear about neuroplasticity, you know. Are they? Can you still expose them to new things? And neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity, that's, that's, yes. That's a big word. Yeah, yeah, that's – that, that, Early on, early yeah, on. Yeah, okay, gee, yeah. Bang. Neuroplasticity. Neuro yeah, right. So, Throw the right bower yeah, down early, yeah, yes. Yeah, no, good. So, uh, look, I mean, we do say, you know – Three three months is the cutoff. In some dogs, it extends a little bit further. 
And we do recommend regular socialisation as long as the dog's enjoying it throughout their life. So yep. not saying, you know, three week, uh, three months that finishes and that's it. It is about, you know, continually providing opportunities for the dog to socialise. Yeah. It's comfortable in doing that. Yeah. Um, there's nothing like taking a dog out to socialise when it's like, oh, I just want to hang around at home. You yes. Know? yes I just yeah. want to watch TV. Yes. You know? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not an outdoor I'm, type. Yeah, I'm a big Game of Thrones kind of dog. Yeah. And just, just put me down there. The White Walkers. <laughs> I just want the White Walkers. <laughs> See, now you're talking to someone who doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> I just put that in. But, oh, you know, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, White Walkers. White we'll Walkers, absolutely. Yeah, Everyone yeah. out there knows it. And so the other 1% like me doesn't. That's, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Um, well, it's interesting. Uh, one of the things you said there, I want to drill down on, was where you were saying about looking like they're enjoying it. Now, um, uh, on the weekend, I went camping away with the kids, and there was um, uh, someone who had um, two big dogs and uh, and another guy who had a small dog, like a Kelpie crossy kind of dog. Yep, yep. Um, and so the owner of the Kelpie cross dog wanted his dog to come and um, and play with these two big dogs. Now, that Kelpie cross dog... I saw it from across the river, had its ears, its ears back. It was pulling back. Mm, it was working as absolutely hard yeah, as what it could yeah. to, you know, snaggle puss it, exit stage left, you yeah. know. Um, so, and it, and it made me think, oh, God, gee whiz, you know, what, what I mean, yeah, I know what they are, but you know, run us through some of the other signs of a dog that is not enjoying an experience because you might be out trying to do the right thing socialising yeah, with your dog, yeah. but if that dog's getting stressed out, you, could you be doing them harm? By yeah, oh, them oh, definitely. You know, if, you're, if you're taking the dog to the park and, and you find they routinely don't want to interact with the other dogs or they're routinely getting in fights with other dogs, I mean, that, that's real real red flags, you know. that I mean, most owners can tell that whether or not, well, most owners can, most, some owners can't, whether their dogs are enjoying that park experience. You yeah. know, if you're going to the park and they just hang around you, they're saying, oh, I don't want to interact with those other dogs, then it's probably better to say, well, look, maybe it's better we go to an area where it's a bit quieter, where there aren't yeah. other dogs. Um, you know, you can look at subtle signs like licking their lips is a sign of anxiety or yawning is a sign of anxiety. Yeah. But, you know, most owners are fairly, you know, often fairly well in tune to, to what their dog's saying to them. And, yeah. And I think certainly like this dog across the river, if they're putting the stoppers on and they're saying, no, no, I'm not going there, yeah. so don't drag them into that situation. It's a bit like, you know, some of us you know, go to a party and we, we we just want to stand on the outskirts of the party and watch yes. what's going on. Then other of us want to get on the dance floor and be in the middle of, of everything. So yes. I certainly know you're one of those, Robbie. You oh. love, I've seen you break a few moves at Mate, conferences. So. There's, a, there's, a, there's a good reason why I've you know, got a, a John Travolta-style Saturday Night Fever <laughs> jumpsuit. Close now, at hand, Lewis. This is early just, on bringing this up. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I can fold it up tight and I've got it tucked into the front pocket of my bag. It's fantastic. You know? it's, it's good to get these proclivities out there now. Oh, right. No, that's right. Yeah. I, need some, I need to need to work on the on the vocal cords. Yeah. I'm going to be going to try and get the BG style high notes there, Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't come prepared for that. I've got the suit, but not the not not the vocal style. So yeah, the individual dog thing. You know, yeah. so, just like people, I suppose. Um, that, well, that's what it is, isn't yeah. it? I mean, not everyone likes to. You know, not everyone likes to go to the MCG when there's a hundred thousand yeah. people exactly. there because exactly. they don't like crowds. Yeah. They yep. don't like yep. noise, you know. Yep. Um, and if you were to put them into that situation, they're probably not going to like it, yep. you know. Um, and, and I guess the, the big thing then for dogs, um, because dogs don't have the ability of being able to say, I don't want to be here, yeah. or be able to say, I yep. feel stressed out, yep. they have to react. And unfortunately, you know, they often react, you know, protection-wise, 
by using their teeth. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just often it's just about creating personal space, really. So, you know, the dog that, that's scared in the park might initially be backing away from the other dogs, you know, trying to get away, and then those dogs don't listen, they keep coming, and maybe we might bark at those dogs, and that yeah. might help keep the distance, but then maybe they're still coming, and then we learn that maybe if we give a bit of a bite, then that other dog goes away. Or yes. maybe, you know, if we, and then often from that it can escalate to where if I get in the first bite, and I'm offensively aggressive, I, I go and bite the other dog straight up, then um, then that, that sort of means that that distance is, is, is created straight away because people come and separate us. And yeah. there's a whole lot of interplay of emotions and, and uh, hormones and yeah, adrenaline yeah. and those sort of things could, can really sort of take off in a park, <clears throat> a dog park environment. But for some dogs, it just makes it a nightmare. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so socialisation, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, have you got like a, an easy five – Five big things to be looking for uh, or to, to make sure – five ways of trying to make sure you socialise your dog, um, you know, and, and particularly when they're, when they're young. Yeah, well, we'll sort of keep it keep yeah. it narrow for puppies. What are, you know, what yeah. are some things you should really – that's, Yeah, that's, that's a tough one there. Yeah, top, top five hits. Um, I guess – I guess do it. Yeah. It's just being aware. Yeah, being yeah. aware, you know, getting them out like we talked about depending yeah. on, on where you are and your, your vet's recommendation. Puppy school, I think, is, is really important. A well-run puppy, puppy yeah. school, you know. We're not talk, you know, there can be different sorts of puppy schools. There can be a, your all-in brawl puppy school where yes. they're just there and they're, it's a free mosh, for mosh bit, uh, yeah. which doesn't really work for you, timid puppy. It might work for your big bully, yes, you know, um, bully-type dog. Uh, not a breed bully, but a, a dog that is a bully. Yes, yeah. And that, that's can, an extrovert. Yeah, that, yeah, um, can that sort that of take over and, uh, you know, and, 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 uh, and be on top of all the other dogs or... Not on top in a top dog. Jeez, I'm really mixing, yeah, words mixing now, the metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, look, puppy it's school. like you're baking cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might have eaten a few. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, top five. Look, vaccinations important. Make yep. sure you're up to vaccination. Um, and just getting them out and about. You know, if you've got friends or families dogs that you know are vaccinated, yeah, go and visit them. Yes, you know, yeah, go yeah, and, go and see them. You know, it's a good yep. time to, to 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 visit them. Don't hold back just because you think. You know, it's not a, it's not a good time. I haven't got time this weekend. It's really is important for your yeah. dog, dog, dog to sort of do that. Um, and uh, and I guess the other thing then is is, is listen to your dog. Yeah, you know, yeah, listen to him. Yeah, you know, and if you think that your dog's got, you know, if you think, hang on, is I, I wasn't expecting my dog to be doing this. Go and talk to someone about it. Don't think, oh, it'll grow out yeah, of it. Don't yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, you know, yeah, things are going to get better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that. You know, if your dog's really timid and it's you know it's still still young, then they won't necessarily grow out of that t- you know yeah. shyness. It is something that that often you need to work on and and actually um you know the earlier you get onto it, the the more chance you've got of turning your dog around to become a more um, proactive um, socialised dog. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, socialisation. It's not just a catch fr- catch phrase. You really gotta, really gotta yeah, concentrate. Really, on. Something's really important, and so important early on too. Yeah. You know, it's something that you've got to yeah. work hard at it early. Talk to you about about socialization. Really, really, yeah. really important stuff. Yeah. Alrighty. So look, I think that's probably enough of you know talking about socialization. It actually brings up something you know totally, totally unrelated that I've you know that actually happened to me about about a month or so ago. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but do you sort of get a a lot of little possums, baby possums, at a certain time of the year, brought into the clinic, or yes, yeah, particularly yeah. in the hot weather. Hot yeah. weather, yeah, yeah, right. So I mean, we, you know, we've um, we have baby possums every now and then, and the nurses love taking them on. I've taken a couple on. We had yeah. old Dusty, Dusty Martin, was Dusty with Martin, us for, for about four or five months before he was tattoos everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yes. Strangely enough, yeah. strangely enough, that's how yeah. he got his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> big all up yeah, on his neck yeah, and everything. Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then the next one that you know, that came along was old Meatloaf. He it was a little bit on the on the larger side. His oh, was voice, he? Voice was a bit bit poor. A bit but, poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But used to be better. Yeah, exactly. Used to yeah, be better. Used to have a yes. great voice. Fantastic. Not yeah. so much in his later years. Right. But, yeah. Okay. But, so yeah, we we've had a few possums and that sort of thing. There. Oh, that's right. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, nice, yeah, nice, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we um, had this, uh, you know. So we get possums brought yeah. in, you know, the usual routine, and nurses go out, and these these lovely ladies from um, from oh, I suppose they're from from Turak, these old yep. old ladies, oh, you know, going to the front desk, oh, we've um, you know, we've found this gorgeous possum that's been you know playing around, you know, friendly in the backyard, and yeah. we've we've brought it into the house, and for the last week we've sort of been feeding it, you know, it's quite docile little thing, it's. You know, it's been you know up on our shoulder, and you know we've been giving kisses right. to it. And, yes, and yeah. You know, loving it, and, and it's eating the fruit, and oh, it's, it's just such a friendly little thing. But yes, we thought we should bring it into the vet to the vet to have a look at to it. get it checked. Yeah, have, have a check. Make it. sure it's okay. Yeah, so the nurse's like, oh, like if I could just have a look in the in the shoebox and yeah, just check. You know, oh, check no, the possum oh, out. No, we'd rather the vet came and. Uh, all right, so yeah, up I get. Yeah, you go at the Dr. Front. Lewis to the rescue. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm, I know more than the nurses about this, for sure. So I, I know walk, all about walk possums. Out, walk out, and uh, you know, we go out the front, and they give me the story about, you know, they've been feeding it and kissing. Running and up and kissing, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I go to the front counter, and I lift up the lid. Yep, that's a rat. <laughs> and I've never seen two ladies make headway out the front door as quick as possible. Just take off. Gone. Gone. Oh, did you still, did what? you want the... Did you want your shoebox? Uh, hello? <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what about the little possum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, oh, no. Yeah, classic. So I don't know. The, uh, we, you know, the rat obviously been quite friendly. They've been happy to feed it for, yeah. you know, for the week or so. And, uh, <laughs> Quite an unfortunate occurrence. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, whether or not they go out and they go, I told you it yeah, wasn't a possum. Yeah, right. Well, you should have said. We, yeah. need, we need to sterilise ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Yeah. yeah. Let's just put our heads on. Oh, no. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Scrub. I can scrub and scrub yeah. and never be so, clean. Oh, that, was, that was quite... Quite funny. So yeah, we yeah. Do you, do you get much wildlife brought in? Yeah, or? yeah, 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 yeah. We get the possums brought in in the hot weather. You know, they fall out of the trees. Yeah, we haven't had as bad a year for it this year yes. as what we've had. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You remember a couple of years ago when um in um, Victoria we had the um the Black Saturday yes. fires. Yes. You know, Terrible and so, fires, yes. so, so so this time Bush of the year fires, it yep. got really 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 dry. Um and. Uh, it, the, the possums were literally just falling out of the trees. Yeah. People were bringing in multiples a day. Yes. And, you, know, you tried to save the ones you could, and um, you know, and unfortunately, sort of, you know, look after humanely the ones that that, that couldn't. But um, yeah, uh, we we haven't had as many um, as many through this year. Yeah. Certainly, certainly none that uh, <laughs> of, a, of a more um, sort of ratty no, style no, of persuasion, ones, yeah. you know. Because <laughs> um, over in New Zealand, they're um, they're pests, aren't they? Possums. Oh, there they are. I think yes. they were introduced. Things. I, I heard once about. Um, uh, I might have seen it on a, um, a documentary or something of, uh, or like 60 Minutes or something, yeah, where yeah. someone was um, was catching possums in New Zealand and turning them into uh, into underwear and you know mm. e- evening wear, Lewis. Evening you know, wear. evening wear. You know. Are we talking your evening ball gown wear, or are you talking uh, more well, later in the, the evening? Gown, yeah, right. Know, oh, oh wow, okay. interesting. Okay. Yeah, there, there's, 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 <laughs> Something I could have said there about balls and gowns, but oh. I think we'll leave it. You know, and it's um, you know, it's certainly more of a uh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 more the, keep, um, the you, keep you quite warm. I'd imagine be a, well for your for your cooler nights, perhaps. But for your cooler nights, yeah. But it was mainly over. Well, I guess the, they were covering over the areas that are probably 
you know, hard, the harder, the, harder the thermoregulates, maybe, you know. So, <laughs> oh, um, I think over in New Zealand, they'd be carrier of TB. They are a carrier yeah, of tuberculosis, yeah, yeah, yes. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm. you know. Mm. So, um, you know, as, as, as payment for us, you know, stealing Russell Crowe and, uh, you know, me- mental as anything and Farlap, we've sent <laughs> over TB carrying, you know, uh, evening wear providing yeah, possums, yeah, you know, is, eh? you know yeah. to, to, to our cross-Tasman <laughs> friends and neighbours, Lewis, you yeah. know, we're, we're giving us Australians, you know. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, perhaps, perhaps we should bring it back to a little bit more... Uh, more of a veterinary thing. One last thing you, I think you want to talk about was uh, was cat cat abscesses. Cat bite abscesses. Cat abscesses. Yeah, yeah. Look, so, so um, when when do they occur? Yeah. What, what sort of a situation are we talking about? Yeah. So cats will um as a lot of people know, cats have got really horrible bacteria in their mouths, anaerobic bacteria in their mouths, and um, when cats go out and they get into fights, they'll um they'll sometimes scratch, but they'll often bite. And so when um a cat gets bitten um. The, the bacteria from the cat's mouth gets inoculated under the skin, forms an infection, which then go on to form an abscess and can carry, you know, other horrible things like um, feline AIDS and things yes. like that, um, FIV virus. Yeah, so um, feline AIDS, just to, just to touch on that, it's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not spread like a human AIDS. It's not a no. sort of sexually transmitted disease. It's spread by biting and scratching in, in, in cats that, yes. that are fighting. So um, just, just to... Yeah, sorry to yeah, yeah. on you there. Yeah. No, no, so, yeah, so, so if an infected cat's got <laughs> FIV, interestingly, it, it alters their brain a little bit, so sometimes makes them a little bit more aggressive. Oh, so then right. they, Yeah, yeah, that. so then they yeah, can right. go out and try and um, try and get into fights so that then that way, you know, the virus wants itself to be spread. Yeah, so, okay. um, so yeah, right. you know, and again, you know, with what we were saying before about the vaccinating the puppies, you know, go and talk to your vet because there are... There are vaccines available for feline AIDS in different parts of the world. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's always good to find out what yep. what your vet thinks that, that you should be doing to protect your cat. But um, uh, I mainly wanted to bring it up because there's, there's some easy things you can do to try and help to reduce down the chance yeah. of your cat having um, having bites. And, um, so most, the, most of the fights that are there occur more evening time, would you night say? Nighttime. Nighttime, yeah. Night time, yeah, yes. Right. Yep, 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 yep. You know, night fever time, you know, yeah. Saturday night <laughs> fever stuff. Back on the... Uh, back, the, the back, back to the John Travolta again, yeah. Uh, we're p- uh, uploading a photo to the website of, uh, of John a bit later. So That's right, check yeah. Check it yeah. out. I'm just p- p- picturing myself on the, um, <laughs> the, the, glowing, the glowing disco floor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, right. So, uh, so, yeah, so cats usually go out and they get up to no good at night. You know, um, cats are either fighting or doing something else at night that, yes. um, you know, when they try and love each other in very special ways. That's the shenanigans. Um, shenanigans, yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely getting up to no good. So um, so what I do for my cats, I've got two cats. I've got Melvin yes. and Park. They're about 10 years old. Um, Melman? Ma- Melvin. 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 And the other one? Parker. 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 Nice. Yes. Yeah, right. um, yeah, yes. Melvin. Melvin named over for two things. One, that um, the, the middle name of Bill Hicks, the um, the... Famous comedian passed oh. away um, about 15 years ago, right. Bill Melvin Hicks. Yeah, okay. um, But also from um, Bill and Ted's bogus journey, you know, <laughs> Melvin, where they, they, they'd call when they gave someone a wedgie. So oh, there okay. you go. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's Very right. Um, and and the, pa- kid, the, kid, the kids haven't asked how, I, um, how I've come up yeah, with the name of Yeah, an interesting of, uh, chat. An interesting chat. Well, how did years. Melvin get, uh, get his yeah. name, Daddy? Oh, you Stick know. comedian. I went, I went to school with a Melvin once, <laughs> you know. Um, so so um, those, those guys, they, I, I get them in and... At night, so as soon as it's getting dark, um, they come in, they get fed, and then I don't let them back out yes, again because yes. um, I always say to my clients, Lewis, I say, you know, if your cat comes in and you give them their food, you've charged the engines, you've fueled up the batteries, 
and then they're out and they can get yes, out to no good all yes, night. So, yes. um, you know, I know, do you say the same thing to people? Get him in at night and then Pretty then much. That's yeah, it. I have owners saying, though, you know, I can't get him in at night. And I always say, well, you can get them in at night. You just need to up the ante what the food is. I mean, yeah. if your cat really loves a bit of tuna, yes. then bang, start feeding that tuna at 6 o'clock at night. Yes. Yeah, and like you said, you know, they come in. The, the flap gets shut, they don't go out again. Yep. You know, some cats you might say, well, they just meow at the door and they continually meow at the door. Well, it only take maybe three or four nights, I reckon, where you don't let them out. Yeah. And that'll quickly wane away. Yeah. You can help help them um, acclimatise that by maybe playing with them. Yes. You know, of a night time to help try and tie them out a little some bit. Some interaction. Yes, some exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like a, a, a feather on a string or some yes. sort of, you know, really active play. Um, can certainly help to, to, to keep them in and uh, and then, yeah, shutting them in and then don't let them out until it's morning. So, yeah, yeah fairly yeah fairly sort of standard. Well, it's pretty simple, to, isn't it? You it know is, I mean? yes. they, If they're going to go out and get into fights, then you do, especially if it's happening at night, just avoid it. Yes, yes. Avoid it. Because those vet bills, are, you know, you, oh. you know when you, you've got to... Every every couple of weeks you go into the vet with a, with an abscess. It's it's not certainly not the ideal way. And, and we want to see you, Kat. And eventually, yeah, <laughs> you know, an, an abscess is one thing. Because generally treatable, and then once you've treated it, it's okay. Yes, but yes. you get the feline AIDS, and then you're stuck with that for life. Yes. You know? Yes. Or or something else happens. You know, you you get a, a, a scratch to the eye or something like yes, that. Yes. Much bigger, much more drama. Yeah. Hit by a car. Yeah. You know as well. Yeah. So 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 keep your cats in at night. It's definitely a good idea. Yeah. Um, council's not going to come hunting you down then either because usually a lot of times they get a little bit funny. There with can your cats be a being curfew in some in some councils. There is curfews in there, and that, that's more for the wildlife aspect, I think, in yes. some councils, but. But obviously, it is a prudent thing to do because, yes, you're protecting the wildlife, but also, um, you know, um, having your cat in at night, they're not going to get into fights with other cats. That's right. That's right. And I think that might be a, a good time for us to... A good place to, to finish up. Finish off episode one. Yes. Uh, it's been it's been, been good. It's been I've great, it. man. Yeah, yeah it's been yeah. good fun. Time's flown. Time's flown. Yeah, like, who'd have thought? Sun hasn't set yet. It's no. It's lovely out here in the... In the uh, in the breeze, the, be- the beautiful breeze, yeah, yes. in the in the shade, you know. Hopefully, the the sound of the leaves hasn't been droning out too yeah, much of the noise yeah. we've been making. You know, person just... dropping their books off. Riding their bike up. There was there, there was the one guy who pulled up before. I thought I was going to join in <laughs> yeah. the conversation. I thought he was yeah. laughing at my jokes. I'm like, gee, I'm, I'm actually quite funny. That's yeah, good. I know, yeah. No, I think he's uh, just off his tree. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he's headed back off to the pub with his, uh, you know, um, Angela Lansbury novels. So, um, all right, guys. All right, mate. Yeah, Excellent. We're, we'll sign off. So, um, you know, we're, uh, we're we're starting this off. So we'll start trying to do, uh, you know, pump them out weekly. So uh, yeah, give you guys some information. If anyone's got any questions or anything they want to ask us, um, you can. Uh, we'll have the email link down uh, down in the show notes underneath, and also links to all of our uh, social things, which will and the photo that for the John Travolta photo of uh, me of, of Robbie. We'll uh, be sure to post that up. So that'll be across all social media. That's That'll go viral. But with sure. a, with, a, with a little rat on my shoulder. Yeah, I go. I call it little possum. <laughs> I call it possum. Eat a cupcake. Eat a cupcake. That might be the avatar for our podcast. Our podcast, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I wonder what this podcast is. The guy with the rat on his shoulder dressed as John Travolta eating a cupcake. Oh, I wasn't quite expecting that, yeah. but that's all right, yeah. Um, and uh, and if you like what you've heard, um, go on and give us a five-star review because then it makes us feel good and yeah. then we'll come back and do some more. So, um, excellent. Thank you very all much, right. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. See you see next you week, guys. See you, Bye. Bye.